0: This is the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast on today's episode. The Eagles have been eliminated from the playoffs, so now all we have to watch is the Sixers. A Ben Simmons update that really wasn't much of an update. And the Sixers beat both the Celtics and the Miami Heat back-to-back making them winners of nine out of 10, and now only two and a half games back of the number one seed. So with all that being said, here is First Name date. Sixers Group Therapy podcast. I am your host, Alex Wynn, aka Nuge, here with you for a post Eagles playoff game episode. The Eagles were destroyed today by Tampa Bay and thus have left us with only the Sixers. I am joined first by the offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, June Wan. June, what was that last play? You know, I was thinking outside the box.
1: And I knew they had no idea we were going to run that play. So, took a chance, gambled on it. But the ref was too slow to get to the line, so.
0: (laughs) Did you hear Jim Nance? uh, Did you watch the highlight Jim Nance? is like, oh, I'm not sure this is the smartest player or something like that. He's like, I don't know if this is going to work out. But, hey, yeah, it happened. Cowboys lose again. Made me happy. It made the sting of the Eagles loss a little better. Uh, But next, we have the man who... Unbanned, Andrew Woods. Dave, what do you have to say for yourself?
2: Drew, come on and explain yourself, buddy.
0: We got <laughs> Nuge making making rogue bannings. I don't even know about
2: this. I met I saw him at the wedding. He said, Yeah, the nude banned me. I was like, what? I didn't even know we had a banned list.
0: So let's let's talk about it. So let's hash it out. <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't remember why I banned them. It was probably just a troll <laughs> move, but maybe we'll get them on the uh, a group therapy segment. Let's get uh, him on. And last but not least, we have Jalen Rager's number one fan, J.B. Muddman.
3: true. I do have sympathy for a lot of players. Actually, I do have sympathy for Rager. <laughs> I can't help it. It's that like,
0: is it even on him anymore, or is it on the coaching staff for constantly putting him out there?
3: Just when you think, like, it could never get worse, it gets worse. It's so bad. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, fellas, we got plenty to get to tonight. Uh, We have another World Report about Ben, which was basically about nothing. More trade rumors. The Sixers have won nine of their last ten, amazingly putting them only two and a half games behind the number one seed Chicago Bulls. Embiid could be playing his best basketball of his career, but uh, before we begin, I have a uh, hypothesis. I think Jalen Hurts is Tobias Harris. And Hear me out. One great guy. Fantastic guy. His teammates seem to like him. Uh, it's probably good for the locker room. Um, kind of cool. You know, has a little swag to him. Cool voice. He's a – they're both good at interviews. Very slow at processing. Mm. If, you, if you watch today's game, he just seemed like a tad too late on some of his throws. Uh, so, guys, I'm going to open up with uh, JV – June, you're the you're the Eagles fans. Dave says he's not qualified. Um, mm-hmm. JB, I'll start with you. Just your thoughts on the Eagles playoff game today.
3: I mean, recency bias or not, I unfortunately don't think that Hertz is the guy. But how dare you call him Tobias Sack? Mm. <laughs> not even close.
0: Oh I, uh, man. I um I am too like I'm I'm kind of trolling, but I am unsure if he is the guy. It's it's like I feel like I am rooting for him because he's like pretty cool. I just like don't know about some of the skill. Like sometimes I like I even watching like Jimmy G, I'm like, Hertz can't make that throw. And like Jimmy G can. And it's like I don't know. I just uh you he definitely should get another year, but it's just hard to tell where you're going to be in the future. Like, like five years ago, we thought Carson Wentz was going to be with us this entire time and things exchange fast. So um, this is basically his rookie year. We'll see how he does next year. He definitely does another shot, but um, yeah, I could be a, I could be a, you know, hyperbole, but June, thoughts on the Eagles game. I thought we would be at least competitive
1: being totally biased, <laughs> but they <laughs> completely sh- showed up flat like they were the first what eight weeks of the season looked exactly like the same team that played the Bucks and week whatever uh so that was disappointing but well now the six are finally the only team playing left in philly sorry flyers fans but <laughs> we're the main focus now so
0: and the season's getting kind of good uh Dave, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the Sixers winning nine out of 10, or do you want to talk about the road report? i want to talk about the, the, the good stuff where
2: we've won nine out of 10. Us and the Grizzlies are the two hottest teams in the league right now, nine and one in our last ten, And, uh, we're skyrocketing up the standings. We are only two and a half games out of first place, which is just unbelievable. And, uh, I said it last podcast, it's probably fool's gold, given the weird COVID season and the, you know, every team going into the protocol consistently for the last two months. And, uh, but you know what? It's, fuck it. We're here. Two and a half games out of first place. Go for it. Let's keep going. And beat is once again, s- knock on wood s- still on this trajectory of everything we always hoped and dreamed he would be. He's healthy. He's He's like, he's, he's always like, he's taking the ball off the court, like a point guard. And he's done that before. And every time he does that, it usually resulted in a turnover, but I was looking the other day, his turnovers are down. He's under three turnovers a game. And with his usage, that's insane. I mean, he's just totally, totally everything. We always dreamed that he would be right now. And uh, you know, as long as, as long as he's looking like this, I mean, we got to get him some kind of help and make the most of it. And, and Maxi too. Oh my God. I love that kid so much. He's just how nice from of Mike Muscala to make that shot in the bubble. So that pick conveyed and it's Tyrese Maxi, and we did it. So I'm excited. This is great. I'm having fun. It's actually, I've, I have I'm even tolerating Kate and Allah and I'm into these games and I'm watching them and it feels good to be back. It feels good to have a little bit of happiness and excitement. It's, it's, it's few and far between with, with this team.
0: So it's official. You're officially stating on the pod
2: that you are back in as long as Joel and is healthy and looking like this i'm in i'm in jb are you back
3: i think i'm one of the only ones that never gave up
2: not that i've <laughs> been
3: like all in on the championship run it's just they've given me something to do <laughs> uh, except, I, uh except halo i've fallen in love with halo
0: <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I think I think I've been so out of them. I just assumed everyone was out. So my bad. You've been out. You've been it. out. I've been out.
2: When I say when I say I'm back in, the, me being out was me saying this was a watch season. Tank it. Tank the season. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Like that. Me being out was like the season. Ben sabotaged everything. Embiid started off with a hobbled knee and didn't look good at all. And just ah, uh, scrap it. This is the this is the 99 Spurs season. So, uh, but you know, all things considered uh you know, hindsight 2020, two and a half games out of first place with MB magically playing himself into shape. Uh, so I'm in, I'm in I'm so- on uh let's, let's try to make, let's try to win. I'd be surprised if news knows who Charlie Brown is loved. Oh my God. How did I forget to mention Charlie Brown jr. The local kid with the longest arms. I'd spike asking said that he's a quarter three away from being better than Tobias
0: Harris. <laughs>
2: and I think I agree.
3: Same here.
0: Listen, I, I, I uh, the first I saw, I didn't even know he was on the roster. The first I saw of him was on the Spurs game. He is already, like, behind me, the smoothest the smoothest player. Sorry. That's a, that's no, that's a, that's a, I thought it was my phone. That,
2: um, that was a first. It was a Sixers group therapy first
0: right there, I think. <laughs> um, He's already one of the smoothest players on the Sixers. He had a cut last night and he went right to a finger roll. And it was like, I haven't seen a to do that since Lou Williams. Like, like I, I was amazed at like how could this guy just come in and speed way faster than everyone on the team? And that's why he looks awesome as he does. Um I feel like June has been with me on being out this year. Um <clears throat> so before I get to June, before I ask you if you're back in JB, let me rephrase that question for you then. Um can this team contend?
3: Nah, I don't think so.
0: I mean oh, God damn God damn it,
3: JB.
2: Wow.
0: Still <laughs> in a row.
2: Jesus. <laughs> Who is it? Can we can we, a, can we get a can we get a can we get a contact check here? Who's that?
3: A- a- ban him. Ban Chris.
0: ban Nudge, stamp it. Go to June, June ban. because it's not gonna stop. As punished, maybe maybe we just have him come on and he has to tell us what he's calling you about. Jude, are you back?
1: Uh, I mean, there's like hope, but for me to like get back in, like really, really following these guys is, do we have a championship roster like no. as set? Mm-mm. And like, that's what kind of bugs me from going fully back in. Is I don't want to just watch this team so we can get just bounced off out at what first or second round again, and then and then what now? Uh, I don't know, I'm still waiting for that big move to happen to be fully back in. Uh, but for now, I mean, MB looks incredible. Uh, Seth's a great shooter, and everyone else kind of just is there, it's, it feels like so. Oh uh, Yeah, I'm not fully back in yet, but let's just enjoy Embiid's greatness for now when he's healthy. Um, so so when that off-season move does happen, then, you know, I'm, I'll be fully back in. Mm-hmm.
2: Something will happen. Something's going to happen soon. And also one other random observation here. We are, we have the best. Oh, no, we don't. Never mind. <laughs> we have the best road <laughs> best road record in the east, which and just two two short years ago, we were the worst road team in the league. Remember that? How crazy was that? We were like the best home team and the worst road team, the Al Horford Josh Richardson year. and uh, now all of a sudden we're just racking them up on the road. So we're five hundred at home. what is what is why are we always weird? How are we nine and nine right. at home and sixteen and eight on the road?
0: in twenty twenty weren't we like twenty nine and one at home? And we yeah. had a worse, worse road record than the New York Knicks at the time. Yeah,
2: yeah, we were
0: like Crazy. seven
2: and seven and twenty five on the
0: road. Um, can I just say that I am not back in, and I won't be, barring a miracle, uh, because we're the Sixers is something will always end up happening. That's weird, but that's that's a different discussion. But um, let's see, what is there? A move that can be made that would be like, yeah, we're content. like, is there a realistic? Uh, it's I guess that's a complicated question because, uh, how about I ask this instead because it's kind of related. Do the Sixers need to trade the Ben by the trade deadline? And I'm sorry, I know I've asked that before, but uh, with uh, the Sixers streaking as they are. And Embiid being as good as he is, do you owe it to Embiid, like, this year? No. You have to go for it? Because when they asked Embiid if they needed to make it, you always take these press conferences, like, you don't really take much from them. You know, they, they could – like, Ben and Embiid for years are saying they, they're, they're fine, um, which could be – I mean, that could have been true, but obviously for them to fall off as much as they did, they weren't, you know, great together, but – Embiid says he doesn't think they need to make a move. He thinks they have everything they have now. Of course he's going to say that, I feel like, just because, you know, for their locker room, you're not going to say, like, uh, "like Toby stinks. Um, so do they need to make a move for Embiid? Nope.
3: I want them to because I have no patience. But Embiid is sold on – Maury is in Embiid's head, and Embiid is sold on some vision that I can't see but That's why they're right, and I have to be wrong. I think I'm, actually need sur- to... I'm surprised Go Joe ahead. said no. Oh, me too. <laughs> I, I totally don't. I everything about it makes me sick. I just want to finish product on the court, mm-hmm. but these I can't get enough of these Embiid subtle jabs at Simmons every post game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost as fun as anything else.
0: Yeah, it's him nice. talking, him talking to about Matisse and Maxi how they, like they're shooting threes and that's how they, that's how you take criticism and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, before you say what you're gonna say, um, it's funny that do you think Embiid has to be on the same page with Maury, right? He has to. I feel like he's being filling him in, and that's why he's like calm, or at least he appears calm. Uh, Dave, what were you gonna say?
2: Hundred percent. No, Embiid, Embiid's having fun, and uh, he's happy to be here. You know, it's like the total opposite of of, uh, two years ago. and um, But I think – I'm with JB. I don't think – if the right move comes along, I I think they will move Ben. And if the right move does not come along, I think they won't. However, I do – again, all jokes aside, I do think they need to try to get off of Toby if they have to. And if you can just get him out of here, replace him with a couple 3 and D guys – and uh, and then just increase Maxi's usage. And uh, I, th- I think that's more beneficial long-term. I think getting off that contract and giving that usage to Maxi and just really letting Maxi shine even more than he already is, just really throwing him in the fire. I think that's the smart move. I think that's the smart move. We'll see if Daryl can pull that off. I think it's probably way harder to
0: get a Toby deal than a, than a Ben deal. But, you know. There, there was a rumor that... Um... Daryl was trying to attach Toby to mm-hmm. Ben
2: to, to get rid of him. Because he's smart. People are finally <laughs> starting to come around on Ben. And then Maury says, actually, we got to get Toby in there, too. Because he's, like, he's a, he's a stark shark negotiator. He knows what he's doing.
3: That's me 10 years ago in fantasy football, just like <laughs> looking up the, a, all of my bench offer for, like, the opposing team's best
0: two starters. <laughs> June, are you in agreement with these stuff? Uh, I think Dave
1: said it best. I think moving Toby is probably the right move, like, ASAP. Like, get him out of here somehow. And I think there has to be something looming, like, for the offseason trade. Like, the, the big boom that Daryl has something in mind. And as I stated, like, beginning of the year, like, I'm just trusting Daryl to make the right move. Like, he has something up his sleeve that we probably don't know. That's Something's out there, whether it's in the trade deadline or in the offseason. Like, I still believe what he's going to do is the right move for us and Embiid towards the championship. So, even if it's not this deadline that Ben or Toby gets moved, but I think there's definitely something looming, like a big trade coming up by the
0: offseason. My original thinking is that we're winning we're not winning the championship this year anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and rarely do teams make a major move at the deadline and are able to contend. It's because it's true. They they need time to play together. Um, only teams with LeBron have ever made major shakeups and be fine because they had fucking LeBron. Um, but what do you think about and I'm gonna allude to an old Sam Hinkey metaphor? Um, getting as many at bats as you can, like maybe you make a move with Ben, get who you can, and just be like Embiid's playing so well, maybe he could be like 2011 Dirk, and Why just will we a no team. Chance? What's up?
3: Do we have no chance? I mean, took a ten. four to six weeks. Uh, that's <laughs> a fragile knee. We kicked the Warriors'
0: ass. Bucks, you we be, do you think we can beat Miami in a seven-game series?
3: Miami's at least in my worries. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't even think we can beat Miami in a seven-game series, Joe.
3: But I'm I'm operating on the assumption that we traded Ben for
2: like something.
0: Like, um, we? Sorry, could yeah. we get Buddy?
2: Could we get Buddy Heald for Tobias Harris? Why is I don't understand why Buddy Heald is like on the outs in Sacramento. I like I watch him, it's granted it's YouTube, but like I watch his, <laughs> <laughs> I, watch his YouTube, highlight videos. I watch his I watch his highlight videos. <laughs> and the dude is like he just he has the quickest release I've ever seen and he pulls up from 27 feet off the catch. Like how how could that skill set not be effective? Like I feel like you put you got that dude playing off Embiid and maxi, like, and then that moves curry to the bench, and Curry's like your Doc Rivers Lou Williams, sixth man. And he's not like you're not relying on Seth to play these major minutes and guard guard the other team starters. Like I, I just feel like I don't understand why Buddy Heald comes off the bench in Sacramento. His highlight tapes say otherwise, and uh, <laughs> that boy, nice. Can we? Yeah, can we not? Like I just don't get it. Can do? You, am I missing something on Buddy Heald?
0: Uh No, I, I agree. If you like, so obviously we we can't watch the Kings as much as. Maybe other people do, or at least say they do. Sure, you um, can go on YouTube. It, it seems like everyone's out on Buddy Healed, and it's just like what, like maybe it's like he maybe he's got a little Tobias syndrome. Like he's capable. Mm-hmm. Like you think the concept of him, capable shooter, right. good ball handler, um, you know, mm-hmm. knockdown scorer, like but maybe he actually isn't good. Like, everyone thinks Tobias is a good three-point shooter and a good post player, but he's not good. Um, but, to, but you're right. Whenever I watch him, he's fine. he kills us, and he's fine. And maybe his weakest point is defense. But I, 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 you're right. I never really understood the buddy he'll hate. He shoots 40% from three on nine attempts per game.
2: He's, he like always I, knocks him down. I feel like he needs to be rescued. I need, For, he needs to like, be rescued from there, Especially if you're playing with Embiid. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That could be like the JJ. Oh, my God. I'm I'm like, I want Buddy healed very badly. I feel like he's gettable. And if you can turn Toby into him, I think you have to do it. How could you
0: not? Perhaps there's a move that we could, you know, trade Toby for him and maybe some flexibility, you know, because the salaries wouldn't match, right?
2: uh, Buddy makes 22. Toby makes uh, 35.
0: So maybe (laughs) we can get healed and some... Barnes or uh, Bagley, Healed and Bagley. That makes it perfect. That Why that? Um, yeah, but maybe, would they do that? Though? Would they do that? I yeah. I know. Dave, D- you're a little Bagley's more optimistic th- on a Toby trade than, than I am. But like, I don't think any franchise in the NBA would trade for Toby. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think know it, like, what's what the upside. Wishful
3: Brandon, thing, but I think Brandon's, might, Brandon's you know? team
2: would. Whatever team Brandon owns would trade for him.
3: I think there's a little bit of stock in his. Uh... His moral compass. Great guy. He's a good guy, and I don't know. Maybe that's for,
2: what for an unstable franchise like Sacramento, just stuck in the abyss. Needs a needs a a, a genuine, true locker room guy to set, a, set the narrative straight.
3: The one thing holding the Kings back from being a playing team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. When was when was Tobias Harris actually good? When he was the number one option on the Clippers, like he'd probably be the number one option on the Kings, right? Just let him take like 25 shots a game. You know, he'll naturally average like 24 points a game.
0: Feel like, wow, 24 like natural,
2: great stats. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's a 24 point per game score
0: on a, on a friend's playoff team. You know, that's pretty much that's Toby, you know, um, I'm sorry. Back to, back to uh, what I was originally asking about, uh, about a trade about trading mm-hmm. and possibly taking a shot this year. Do you think, or are you open to that? Like, do you, do you think that could, I mean, I guess you would be open. Cause Joe says that he doesn't necessarily agree with no, but he thinks that's what they're going to do. Um, is there, is there a move that could be made that you're like, okay, we could be contenders. I don't know. I think, uh,
2: Probably not, unless, like I said, unless like um, it involves, like if you if you move Toby for for and your return is like role players that don't need the ball, you're automatically you're increasing Maxi's usage, like. So how much better can he get already? Like I think it, I think that's like a next factor in that. Like you don't just get off Toby to get off of his money, but that's also increasing Maxi's role because right now it's like. So sometimes he's a little too passive. As good as he is, he's still very passive because he tries to like tries to get everyone involved and get out of the way. And maybe Doc, you know, still has a bit of a leash on him. But if you if you get off Toby, that you're gonna automatically need more from Max. And like, how much better can he get? Why can't he have some crazy like John ja Morant trajectory? Why not? He's so good. He's only 21. He's so good. He's only 21. He plays defense, he competes, he can score. He's got the floater. It's automatic. Is three. He's getting more and more confident every night. And Bede loves him. There's camaraderie. Like, I'm that's like the main thing for me. It's like to- Toby's just like a black hole. Like, I don't want to. He just is a ball stopper and he just posts up and pounds the rock and is a slow decision maker and everyone's just standing around. And like, I want Maxi. Maxi's electric. I want him to have a bigger
0: role. I want the leash cut. And uh, I think getting rid of Toby does that. Maybe that's the move. Just getting a better getting off the Toby contract, getting a better fit for Embiid, letting Maxi thrive, mm-hmm. Take even though you probably won't be a contender, just get the playoff experience. Sure. And maybe go into the offseason with still Ben, with some flexibility, make a move for the next season. Maybe that's, am I interpreting that right? Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Or even like, what if, what if I sent you guys this the other night? It was kind of, I know it's tough, tough to swallow. But what if Minnesota is like, which is salary, salary and all their picks, like nothing that'll really help us win right now. What if they were like, we'll give you Patrick Beverly's expiring contract, Torian Prince's expiring contract and three unprotected picks and three unprotected pick swaps, literally six years of draft control of a fringe playoff team in the West. And so you have all, you have those six juicy assets in your war chest, which are probably more attractive in a trade than Ben Simmons is. And and then you get, like, Patrick Beverly and Torian Prince, two dudes that are fierce competitors and, you know, junkyard dogs that every winning team needs. They, Philly would absolutely love them, you know, just those nose-of-the-grindstone type guys that play defense and get in the other team's head and can hit an open three. And they're, it gives us flexibility. You know, there's $25 million of money off the books this summer for James Harden. And, uh, you know, then we have all those picks for, for another trade. What do you guys think? Would you do that? Or do we need, if we're trading Ben, do we need an, a, a, an impact player in return?
3: I don't know. It almost seems like that's the, we just made the three way trade. Like we would clearly probably package those three picks for a star soon. So mm-hmm. it's like, gives us the ammunition to do it when I, I, I would do Cause it. Cause
2: it's not, it's not happening right now. Like I don't think, I don't think Lillard or Beale or Jalen Brown are getting moved at the deadline. So it's like, load stock up on the ammo now and just tuck it away because then it's there it's just dry powder that's ready to go
3: and there's no chance a minnesota timberwolves pick is ever worse than 10th overall (laughs) exactly
2: (laughs) hey they might be playing they might be in the playing tourney i don't know dude d'angelo and i mean on paper russell anthony edwards who's incredible Simmons is the four towns as your stretch five. Yeah, they'll be pretty good. With Simmons and towns, they'd be really good. That's like, they don't have a he would it's impact bad for pick. the defensive end. Yeah.
0: And I, and love, I would, uh,
3: oh, um, yeah, the
2: coach. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Pinch is my favorite coach in the NBA. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah.
2: He's good.
0: Let me, uh, my concern with that is like, just like, I guess we have Maury, so we're like, we won't be fine, but like, just not having the guarantee that we get someone with that cap space, you know, I feel like you have to know you have a legit shot with that cap space. Maybe like you have to know Harden as a possibility, you know? Um,
2: I think you like, and that's, I think you like, just keep my bad. I think you keep doing one and once. Like just because you have the cap space doesn't mean you have to use it all right away. Like that's something you could also kick the can down the road on too. Just like bring everyone back on one year deals, you know, and just keep that flexibility. So you always have constant expirings and, so you make wait till you make the right move.
0: The main thing with that trade is going to be the flexibility, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you will be replacing Ben with Torian Prince and like Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. Are you, combined? I think they're twenty six million dollars in expiring. Are you almost punting on the season by doing that? No, because we're not.
2: Ben's giving us any nothing anyway. So at least we're getting two. You know, we're getting a backup point guard and a and a backup three four that can play defense and hit three. You know, Pat Beverly's Doc's guy. We do we even have a backup point guard? This shit, what is has Shake played? When's the last time Shake played? Does he is, play? he alive? is he hurt? <laughs> I
3: don't... Don't even played?
2: Doc's like nowhere close to even walking and beating and Furcon play point guard and then Maxi. Like, we don't have a point guard. Like, I think I would love you guys know I love Pat Beverly and he's a Doc Rivers guy from the Clippers anyway.
0: I don't know if I stomach that trade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get you. It makes sense. Like I you're giving good reasons. It's like and it Joe Joe talked about this before. Like maybe our maybe my value of Ben Simmons is like totally out the window. Like is insane. It is. I, I don't know if I can stomach a Ben Simmons for Torian Prince and Pat Beverly trade. I know this, the, and this for, it, yeah, I know. You missed, I know.
2: You missed, the, you missed the important part of
0: the trade. I know, but like <laughs> you do make a good point that Ben isn't giving us anything. Um yeah. he's we're all on the same page. He's not playing for us again, right? Mm-mm. No, no, no. No one thinks he's playing he for us. He doesn't
3: enjoy basketball. He,
2: mm-hmm. I think See, you're
3: right. He, he's, he's trash?
0: Yeah. Give me like, Pat
3: Beverly straight up.
0: <laughs> we've, we've we've said this. Um, he might just not enjoy basketball, or like, or just is too <laughs> big of a uh, has too big of an ego to care. Like I don't know, like how can you watch and being as good as he is and not want to like help? And how can you see MB go out in the offseason improve on his playmaking, like a player improving on their, on their weaknesses, like crazy concept. Right. Um, but let's, let's get to the Woj report of was basically about nothing, but ESPN sources agent for Ben Simmons, clutch Sports's CEO, rich Paul met with sixers, Daryl Morey and Elton brand to the, To discuss status of stalemate today, stances are unchanged. Simmons no closer to playing this season, and Sixers determined to bring back a significant player in a trade. Lunch meeting in Philadelphia with Paul and Sixers management to talk through the ongoing Simmons situation, sources said. Sixers continue to want Simmons to return to the floor, but there's no movement on that front and no traction on a trade. Trade trade deadline is February 10th. So basically, nothing really new other than kind of confirms that Ben doesn't want to play for us. He, he's, uh, there was a report about Ben like amping up his conditioning to be ready to play around the <laughs> trade deadline. So it's like telling other teams he's going to be ready to play. Um, so basically nothing. So there's no chance they can convince him to come back to the court, right? Um, I think they've really been trying to do that. So From every
2: everything, every one of these t- periodic leaks always talks about how the Maury
0: and the Sixers expect him to play. Me personally, I'd be fine with it if he if he played, but I don't think he's going to. He's not. There's no not fucking way. Um, there's no way. So Dave, you have a point. He's not giving us anything. Maybe just maybe that is helping us getting a back. If we don't have a backup point guard, uh, yeah. and getting a, a playable wing in Torian Prince, you could shoot and probably defend a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe that's and, then, and 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 six unprotected Timberwolves drafts. <laughs> It went from three to six. You said three last time.
2: Three picks and three pick spots. Oh, dude. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, they're giving up Patrick Beverly and Torian Prince for Ben Simmons. So they're going to have to fight for right.
0: somewhere. All right, I'm in. Do the trade. Yeah. Um, That's it. Other trade rumors. Are you guys interested in John Collins, De'Aaron Fox, or Sabonis? No. Yeah, no. Well, the Sixers tend to agree, or apparently agree with you, because there was a report that they're not moving the needle for them at all. Um, so, John Collins is—I don't think he's that good. <laughs> he killed us in the playoffs, and it just, it just didn't make any sense. And people on the Twitter on the on Twitter were talking themselves into it, and I just like—I know I can't. He got lucky for us. Uh, he's, just, he's, a, he's a player that would come to us and just, like, be completely exposed. And I – no, no, you can't get Chen Collins. But how funny is it that the Hawks are as bad as they are? It's ridiculous. They're not even going to make the plane We lost to that team in a seven-game series. Sure did. <laughs> Three out of four I at did. home. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <sighs> That's bad, <laughs> guys. I don't have anything else.
2: Uh, the hawk, the hawks just sucked the life out of us. <laughs> I this started talking reality. about the
0: hawks, and Good that's sad. all I got. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, anything else to talk about? That's all I got. I'm co- I'm cooking up a three team trade right now. You got a Vada big trade?
2: Yep it's uh, it probably could just be done in two separate trades, but. Um all right, it's the one I sent you guys last night. I feel it so much. It's uh Simmons to Minnesota, Tobias to the Kings. We get back Patrick Beverly, Torian Prince, Robert Covington, Buddy Hield, and all the all the Minnesota picks. And um we send I'm giving. I'm actually giving up a first-round pick. I think to get Buddy Hield, we have to give up a first-round pick with Tobias, which I would give up this year's first-round pick to Sacramento. Um, but we're taking Marvin Bagley too, who we re- reroute to Portland, rebuilding Portland. They get a young guy, and we get Covington's expiring. They get a young project that also is tainted by Sacramento that they can rebuild in the in the Portland rebuild. So we end up with Beverly. 14 mil expiring, Tory and Prince 13 mil expiring Covington 12 and a half mil expiring Buddy healed who we can build around and he becomes our starting shooting guard, puts Seth to the bench. We're so deep we're so much deeper with that team with this team and we have all these sac- uh, these uh, Minnesota picks in the in the in the chamber. So uh, that's Vladdy's fake trade. Four-team trade with the sixers, the wolves the kings and the blazers. we give up Sims and Harris in a first round pick this year. And we get back Beverly, Prince, Covington, Buddy Heald, and three unprotected picks and two pick blocks from Minnesota.
0: So what does that make our starting lineup?
2: Maxie, Heald. Maxi Heald, Danny Green, Covington at the four. How about that? And Beat at the five. And then your bench is Pat Beverly, Seth Curry. Great. Way better than what we have right now. Pat Beverly, Seth Curry, Thibel, Torian Prince, Andre Drummond. And you still have Nyang on the bench. You still have Farcon on the bench. You still have uh Charlie Brown Jr. <laughs> Paul Reed, Isaiah Joe, Shake still there? Shake still around. We're deep. We're so deep. That makes us really fucking deep. And we have between Prince, Beverly, and Covington, that's 30 about 40. 30 30 something. That's a max caps cap slot over the summer for James Harden. Whoa. Whoa. Think about Fuck all that it, three point shooting. We have so much three point shooting with that healed Danny Green and Robert Covington with Maxi and Embiid. Are you kidding me? And then Seth Curry off the bench. That's like all of a sudden, you know, it's Maxie and Embiid surrounded by absolute snipers and Patrick Beverly, the junkyard dog barking at people. Are you kidding me? I need I and we <laughs> have all the this. Unprotet- and the unprotected Minnesota picks. I think I need to call Daryl. I got to tweet. I got to I got to make a donation to Daryl's Bitcoin address and get the uh, get this on the road. Get the show on the road.
0: Fuck it, I'm in. I just want this bad thing to be over. Let's make a trade. You know what? I'm, I was originally thinking we don't have to make a trade. No, make a trade. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Give we'll me see. something, man. We'll but find out. We'll, we'll find out in
2: three weeks.
3: It's kind of funny watching Ben just rot and Embiid take shots at him along the way. It is. It is nice.
2: He is. He does look like a big, fat loser.
3: They but he'll be ready to play in two weeks. <laughs> uh, a lot of things are not adding up with these timelines, Rich. Mm-hmm. Rich, Paul. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe he's just not mentally ready. Two mm-hmm. weeks,
3: he'll be mentally ready. <laughs> Story's out.
0: <laughs> but our uh, we had a discussion last pod where he will he just when he if he's traded will he just start playing? He might just start playing, man. <laughs>
3: Well, that's the story that came out. It was I don't know whose post it was. Maybe like Sam Amick, who is like the guy at this point. But it's like sources say whoever B gets or it's, wow. Whoever Simmons gets traded to, he'll be a little bit of ramping up and he'll be good to go in two weeks. <laughs> wow. He just cured mental illness.
2: That's just that's sending a message to, you know, that he he will play. He's just not gonna play for us. Good. So I think right. that's 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 sending the message to the other teams that if you if you give up value for this guy, he's gonna play for you this year. So I think uh it's gonna come down to the absolute wire, like the 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 final the final minutes of the deadline, I I believe.
3: I will be baffled if we hold on to him past the deadline. What a ball. Really?
0: Season. Okay. I'll, what about you guys Dave and Joe, uh J B uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's been a long day, bad day. It's been a bad day. <laughs> Dave and June. Joe says he'd be baffled if they don't. They don't trade him.
3: I would be surprised if we don't. Okay, Dave. I, I, June.
2: I would. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be. I'd be disappointed. Wow.
3: I'd, I'd be you're,
2: disappointed. You're on team trade now. I think. Uh, yeah. Like I think. Not because like we're not gonna get. Even if a superstar was available, I think they don't want Ben. You know, I think you got to do the, it's all Ben's always got to be rerouted somewhere for a bunch of stuff. And that stuff has to go to whoever we get the star from. So I think uh, let's just get the stuff. I think we can get the stuff from somebody. I want Minnesota. I want Ben on the Timberwolves. I want Patrick Beverly and I want all their picks.
0: Do you think he will be traded?
1: Um, uh, No. June. Yeah, I I don't like the vibes. It's like all these reports coming out saying, like, we're not interested in John Collins, the guy from the Pacers, and the guy from whoever. Means, like, there's nothing us for us to do. Like, there's there's no trade that they're always looking for that's available at this moment. So, seems like we're running on thin ice, and we have to kind of wait till the offseason, it sounds like. Unless something,
0: really I agree. I'd be I'd be yeah. shocked if they traded them. I would be shocked if they traded them. I don't think it's happening. But this is this is interesting. So, uh, Dave, you said you'd be disappointed if they didn't trade them, but you also answered earlier that they they don't have to trade them.
2: Yeah. So, but what, I'm starting what do to get, you want to happen? I'm am starting to get excited now. I'm starting to get excited and and having fun watching them. So I want, you know, I would my, I would I want Patrick
0: Beverly. I'm so torn. Like, I I want the best value we can get for him. But, like, I kind of do just want to – it's unlikely that we would, but I kind of do just want to give Embiid as much help as possible this year. And just like, he's playing so well, so well. And everyone on the team is so slow. Everyone's so – like, I know we won 9 out of 10. Uh, I think we're all in agreement. Actually, I don't know. I I don't even know what goes on in my own head, so don't listen to me. I I don't think they can contend with this team. I think they're not that good and this MB's amazing and that's why they're 22 and 9 because MB's so fucking good. Um they they there's there's even versus the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets have so many players who are capable, athletic, like decently fast and can dribble and they were like killing us because we're all too slow. Uh, in the playoffs we're all gonna get exposed because no like they had George Niang guarding Hayward and he had no shot no chance versus education reform um I just want I think MB deserves it man I, I know it might be just me being impatient and it's tough when you supported Sam hinkey for all those years you know but he did say about getting as many at bats as you can and maybe this is just another year we have to take a shot and so I don't know. I just like – nothing really moves the needle for me, but it'd be nice to see Darren Fox creating for MB. You know what I mean? Like someone on the court <laughs> capable of doing anything. Like Seth Curry's great, but he, he can only get four threes up a game because he's too slow. He's too Curry. short. He's too slow.
3: Curry plays in a high schooler's pair of Timberlands. <laughs> dude, dude rocks around bricks in his shoes. <laughs>
0: And uh, yeah. and people think he's enough. He's not enough. <laughs> he's no, not enough. He's
2: dude. Seth Curry should be. He would be the sixth man of the year for for ever for the next ten years. Yeah. If you can just get a little upgrade on him in the starting lineup. What do you? Uh, yeah, buddy, go get me uh, fucking buddy, man. I need buddy. I really think, dude. Buddy's like he's so great. Him and Embiid would love each other. Buddy's like he's great energy. He's from the Bahamas. He's just he he's funny. He's a character. You know, I feel like him and Embiid would hit it off and be best friends and Maxi, I just think that would elevate the vibes to all another level, getting Buddy in here,
0: getting Tobias out of here. Really do. Buddy had 27 uh, points today. Well, the Tobias had a great game last night, right? I hope the yeah, guys are watching. I'm, I sure do as well.
2: Aren't the king? Don't they have? Isn't Monty McNair smart though? Wasn't he a, a Houston guy? Wasn't he like? He yeah, work he was with Daryl in Houston. Yeah. So there's no way they're going to take Tobias. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nope. No what? one in the NBA is going to take Tobias. No one is.
2: Oh God, man! I we're, can't we're toast. We're, we have
0: it. Tobias is going to be on this team for at least the next two years. So I can scary. guarantee it. He's going to – the only reason we get rid of him is if he's an expiring contract and people want – you know what I mean? He he will be a six-year for the foreseeable future. We're going to go on two more playoff trips with Tobias Harris on, on the roster. That's, like uh, a, that's what a, it is. That's a genuine shame. It's, uh, a genuine it might be shame. a nail in the coffin. It might, it might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm only being 100% serious. <laughs> that Toby <laughs> trade closed the window significantly. I really yeah. do think that happened. It was a Toby totally yep. trade. Um short, the big time. What do you think Ellen even says during these meetings with Rich Paul? he just nods his head with Daryl and this Daryl does all the talk? I think he? You think Ellen's in the meetings? I'll call. He was. He was in the meeting according to Woj. He had. those Daryl, Rich Paul, and Ellen having lunch. What do you think they had for lunch? I don't know.
2: Uh. I bet it was like uh, pat steaks, chicken
0: nah,
2: tartar, nah, nah. <laughs> chicken tartar. Tar. It was probably like catered by the Sixers,
0: you know. Or do you think they went to a restaurant? I don't know. It, it, they don't even know. It just says it in Philadelphia. Maybe they went to like uh, they cheese went to a restaurant. cheesecake no, factory. Cheesecake
2: factory? Nah, they went somewhere. They went somewhere. Yeah, they probably went to a steakhouse or something.
3: <laughs> Maybe uh... steak thirty eight. <laughs> 38 it's 48 but i like that i like i I like to imagine that that (laughs) ellen goes to stake 38
2: yeah (laughs) yeah ellen went to stake 38 and daryl and uh daryl and rich were in stake
1: 48 though all right guys
0: Uh, that's good that's all i got for you anything anything else we got to talk about before we go no. Oh, let's see. Oh, Who else does the, the Sixers got to play? We have oh, Wizards.
2: Wizards. Wizards tomorrow. tomorrow.
0: 2, two p.m. Two p.m. PM one games.
2: Yeah. <laughs> two two p.m. matinee for for JB on, on MLK Day. Oh,
3: we have a day game tomorrow. Yeah,
2: yeah. two p.m. Yeah. Let's go. I'm jealous. Be, yeah. I wish I could watch. You traveling? Ooh, or you working? Have it I'm working. I'm in. I'm going to yeah. be in a. Uh, going to be in meetings all day. When <sighs> you right. get back. Wednesday, Wednesday
0: night. Wow, enjoy the heat. Yeah. Where we're in Florida are you? Jacksonville. Wow. No. Oh, never it's mind. I, I, see the, I see they're playing Orlando, but it's actually at home. Never mind. It's in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, next five, Washington, Orlando, Clippers, San Antonio, Pelicans. What's their record?
3: Five and
2: oh.
3: Five and O. <laughs> I mean, they're all trash. Mm-hmm. The Clippers or don't. Isn't Paul George still hurt? Yep.
0: Yeah. They said he might be out for the rest of the season. Kawhi's hurt too. Yeah. yeah. They they might just set both of them. That's what I would do. Um, if we won five straight, that means we win fourteen of fifteen.
3: Yeah. Wow. I could see that going for the rest of the year.
2: We'll be yeah, back win All five games. We're gonna win all but five games.
3: We still have, according to Vegas, worse odds of winning the championship than the Lakers. That makes me sick.
2: I think – here's here's my bold prediction. By, by next podcast, we're in first place in the East. <laughs> we're recording tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by my prediction.
0: <laughs> I totally forgot that. We were, two, we were two and a half games out. Can you imagine if we could end as a top, like, two seed?
3: Yes. Very meaningful,
0: as we saw last year. Mm. I mean – Less odds in the Lakers is, is preposterous. The Lakers are so – Russell Westbrook might be the worst player in the league. I'm sorry uh, to feel
3: bad for the guy.
0: I do feel bad for him because, like, uh, it's just funny because, like, every bad game he has on Twitter, it's like, this is the guy you guys are rooting against. It's like a, a family picture. It's like, why do you always bring out the family picture of Russell Westbrook? <laughs> most
3: he, most of these players have families.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I just that's 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 just crazy with the Lakers. Um, they're they're not very good. We should trade. LeBron should ask out to play with Embiid, and we'll trade him Simmons, and we'll make one last shot at the championship with LeBron. How about that? Whoa, I would do that. Yeah, of course you would. Lakers, well. Simmons Simmons for LeBron. Sure, I'd do that. Maybe LeBron can control Rich Paul, facilitate it. You know, <laughs> um, fellows. Hope you have. A nice Sunday night. I'm going to bed soon, actually. Anyway, yeah, I'm tired. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see how the pictures do. Thanks for hopping on. Go, birds. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Night, fellas. See (laughs) See you.